Welcome to that happiness show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Ooh la la is what I say. Um, There is, I believe, some kind of epidemic of people believing they have to fix the things in their life that aren't working. And I think up front, that kind of makes sense, right? Okay, so if something's not working, i got to fix it. However... It doesn't work that way because when we are reaching outside, we can't fix anything that is stemming from the frequency within us. We have to go to the source. And this is why they say in a lot of spiritual circles, you can't be watching a movie (coughs) and change the movie by going up to the screen. You have to go back to the, the cutting floor or the actual script or the actual acting to be able to change what you don't like. You'll never be able to go up to the screen and change it. And yet that's what we do all the time. And then we wonder why there's no radical change in our lives. Well, that's because we're not actually going to the source of the script. And the source of the script is our frequency. So this is a really hard um, concept for people who believe that they live in a material world and everything that is material is cause and effect. When in reality... The cause is the frequency and the effect is the world around you. So this then brings us back to what I say. So it is time to choose a different frequency. If you don't like what you see out there, it's time to choose another frequency. Now, I want to say throughout my day, I have to be on my, my, um, on the balls of my feet with this idea of managing my frequency because it's easy. There's always these sabotaging opportunities that we could fall prey to. Someone who knows how to push our buttons or maybe something in the media or maybe just a slip, maybe just a slip into an old pattern that is really familiar. Maybe it's really familiar to play victim or maybe it's really familiar to be a worrier or to be sad or to be fearful, or stressed, or anxious. And all of these are low frequency vibrations that create the things in your life that you do not want. So you have to opt out. And how do we opt out? This is where it's going to sound bizarre because you're gonna be like, but I didn't fix that so I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to be feeling not stressed because I haven't fixed the problem, but the problem was never out there. The problem was your frequency. Your frequency is low because you have forgotten the truth of who you are, which is pure child of the universe, God, source energy, a ray of light, a focus of consciousness. That is who you are. And in that you are perfect. You are perfection. And you just forgot 
and you dreamt of something that wasn't true. You dreamt you were a failure. You dreamt you were weak. You dreamt you were a victim. You dreamt you were powerless, you were worthless, or you weren't enough. These are the dreams that create a, a wheel, like a rat wheel that we get in and can't seem to get out because we can't see that it was the thought before. It was the frequency before. Because when we go, well, I remember what it was like to be happy or <clears throat> I know that I didn't feel like this my whole life. I know life used to be better. Well, what you didn't realize was that at some level you chose the better frequency and you had a why for that. You had a greater why for choosing the high frequency than you did for choosing a low frequency. Maybe it was to hang with a certain group of people. You know, if it wasn't done consciously, then unconsciously there was a good enough reason and, and that made it so. But you don't need a reason. You just need, um, and it's funny because the why sounds like a reason. You don't really need an external reason. External reasons are soft at best. They just won't hold on. Oh, I'm so happy because I met this new person. Well, what happens when the new person leaves? Now is that definition to be unhappy? So we want to be happy with or without the new person. We want to be happy with or without the new job, with or without the money in the bank account, because it is this steadfast focus in loving yourself and being so full of the joy of loving yourself that nothing else can cast a shadow on it. Nothing, not the bank accounts, nothing can cast a shadow. Because even if the bank accounts are in the negative, guess what? You're breathing clean air. You have clothes on your back. You're still eating every day. Even if you don't have that perfect relationship, you have a beautiful home. You have family who love you. You have a great job. You know, it's just, you have gifts. You know, we, there's always something to be grateful for. And this is what I ask you to turn your eyes to. If you're feeling negativity, Turn towards the gratitude. And I mean, you've got to take it seriously. I mean, don't just take my word for it. Try it out. But it has to be for you. It can't be like, well, I'll give it a try. You know, because <clears throat> it's your happiness that depends on it. It's not mine. I really, doesn't matter to me whether you're happy or not. It doesn't affect my happiness that you are happy or not. And that's what I want for you. I want your happiness to be a choice and to be not dependent on any external circumstances to be fulfilled for you to have that choice, to recognize that you have the choice just as easily to put on shorts or pants today. And the choice is yours, regardless of the weather, the choice is still yours. And you have the choice to be happy or sad. And the choice is yours. Now, I will say this that if you've made a rut in the frequency of sadness, it could feel very difficult to get out of that rut because you've dug it pretty deep. You've managed to make it into an art form. You've got all your lines down. You've got all your thoughts lined up that, that keep it fed. And uh, it's been working for you. <clears throat> if it wasn't working for you, you would have bailed on it. That's what we do. So you got to come to a point consciously where enough is enough. This isn't working for me anymore. It's not getting me what I want. And that's another thing, right? If we come to terms with what we really want 
And then we realize that having those things is our responsibility and they will show up when we take responsibility for that. We might be a little more proactive about it rather than thinking I'm a victim of the universe. I'm a victim of God. I'm a victim of my job. I'm a victim of society. I'm a victim of my race. I mean, it goes on and on. So that's not going to get you anywhere. It doesn't make anything happen. What makes things happen is the empowerment from within. It is that strength. It is that joy. It is that resonance that people respond to, the universe responds to. And the mind takes as lead. The mind is magic. The mind is working the system. The mind is a computer system that works with the matrix system, which is the world around you. And it sees way more than you ever are conscious of. So it is absolutely pulling the pieces together that are in alignment with the frequency you choose. So if you choose sadness, your mind is going to just pick the pieces and bring them together that yes, confirm your sadness, confirm your happiness, confirm your anxiety, confirm your joy. It's funny because I've dabbled in this in in my life and I've really watched myself work it and really just owned this like ability. It's like, it's amazing. Like it, it really, when you start to realize that it is your pure essence, power doing the world around you, it can get fun, but it also can make you take a step back and go, oh my gosh, I did all of this. But the beauty is you can do it the way you want to now. So how do you want to do it? So um, I, I know early on when I started planning this retreat, I'm going to be giving at the end of May, I was saying, wow, you know, like it came to me. Things just come to me. It's like God just whispers in my ear and I'm like, well, that's a great idea. And for this last retreat, I had two people show up. So it was fine to manage it myself. It was fine. We did well. But this retreat, I knew I was going to have more people, four or five or six people. And that started to feel like much. Even though they're all capable people, very capable people, but I just didn't want the people on the retreat to have to be responsible. I know that sounds silly, but this is freeing the inner child. So these people have to be free to be inner children. They have to be free of responsibility, of worrying, and I say worrying, of stopping program to enter another aspect of program, which has to do with maintenance. And I didn't want that for my guests, my clients. So... I was very open to having a uh, assistant, an assistant, and I I reached out to a couple people, and I didn't get very far. So um, I I got no confirmations. I got you know some oh you know maybe so um, I didn't count on that, and I wasn't planning to pursue it because I'm not into beating dead horses and expecting them to jump up. <laughs> so I figured God always provides. And if those people were meant to be, he, they would step forward, whoever was going to step forward. Right. And I kind of like, because I had already addressed it and, and dealt, I just dropped it. I didn't, it wasn't even on my radar. Wasn't on my radar one iota. And then my friend Sydney comes to visit and, um, it's for myself, I don't know about you, but for myself, when I see people, they're real. When they're physically with me, they're real. And when they're not physically with me, I don't feel my people in my life are real. It doesn't matter who it was. It, it just doesn't feel like they're real. I mean, it's like it's like the, the, the characters that 
in a movie, someone calls someone on a phone, and unless that person is like shown on the screen, if it's just a voice on the other side, it's just a voice on the other side. It is not a character, it is not an actor in the film. So it's just a voice, so I get that a lot. And um, so here she was visiting and I was so excited about my retreat and then, and then I couldn't even remember if I told her about it because it was pretty much just open to my, uh, my group that I work with. And then a few other people joined in. And then um, I was like, holy cow. And it just clicked in my head. It was again, that little whisper from the universe, like maybe Sydney wants to be your assistant because Sydney is so crazy capable. And so I was like, Sydney, do you want to be my assistant for this retreat? And, um, and I knew I didn't have to train her, babysit her, show her what I needed, give her, you know, I didn't have to do any of that. This woman's so capable. And suddenly it was like a major piece of my retreat was taken care of without me worrying about it. Because I was wondering like, how am I going to do the food? But I was like, you know, I don't feel like I'm there yet to even think about it. Um, and then uh, I was so excited uh, getting Sydney on board that I took her up to my room to show her all the stuff I purchased for the retreat and what we're going to be doing. And then by showing her and playing with her, we were able to see where I had some missing elements and I was able to order them right away. Elements I could not find before, mind you, because it wasn't the right time to find them. And this is, this is the perfection of just being ready, willing, and open to the now, the present. Because we're being given messages all the time, but when we fight it to, to defend our schedule, to defend our habits, to defend our programs, we're missing out on the massive expansion that we all have available to us. And I just love, I love, love, love how things fall into my lap just effortlessly and they just happen. I just love that. It's the most beautiful thing. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely, absolutely thrilled with, uh, this habit I've made of loving myself. And that's what I want for you is this habit and practice of loving yourself. And that means forgiving yourself. So when we think we have to fix something like, oh, I was like such a bad person. I was, I was uh, lazy. I was an addict. I was alcoholic. I was uh, mean to my mom. I was all this stuff. I have to fix, fix, fix it. Fix this outside world. Stop. Just stop. You move forward by raising frequency and in the, the, the perfection of it, we're just forgiving ourselves and forgiving the world. We may have some sort of reason why we were drinking or why we were um, eating, binge eating, or why we were quitting jobs right and left. We might have a reason for that, why we couldn't commit to a relationship. Maybe it's just time to forgive yourself. It's just time to forgive and that forgiving is going to be also a practice because when we are willing to forgive and open to forgiving ourselves, it's so much easier to love ourselves. It's so much easier to choose joy, choose fun, choose ease and effortlessness. Ease is such a big part of my equation. 
I want things to be easy. So even when I go to the island, if something feels heavy, I know it's not that I'm never going to do it. I just know that right now my body is demanding something else. So that is key. That is key because the feeling of ease is one of my indicators that I'm on my path with God's source energy. Like that tells me I'm on my path because it's ease. When I'm not feeling ease, like if I my body's tired and I'm hurting and I'm painting, I know painting is probably not the thing that I uh, that would serve my best interest, the highest good of all right now. And I probably should not be painting. So I will put down the brush, go clean it, and and just regroup. And regrouping a lot of times for me is just like doing a reboot, um, sitting down and getting quiet, uh, maybe daydreaming, maybe reading a book, something that doesn't take effort, uh, and then allowing myself to realign with source energy so that I know what is right for me right now. And when I go to the island, I never know what I'm going to be doing the first day. I just don't know because there's a heaviness in me of the transition that does not allow me to know what I'm doing in an hour, what I'm doing in two hours. When I get to the island, I often um, want to unpack and do nothing. And I think it's this regrouping, it's this repositioning for receiving the inspired action in the space. And being in the physical space is a big help to me. I can, I can come up with ideas all day long if I'm not in this space, but it doesn't mean that it's actual. It's like for some reason to me being in the space, it gives me an attunement to know what is the next thing. What is the next fun? What is the next ease and effortlessness? And it might be picking up the front yard. It might be raking. It might be getting a can of paint out. It might be sanding or going and talking to a friend at their house. I never know. I'm always like free to move in the direction of the inspired action. And that is so critical to being on the path that is most direct for you to serve like yourself, your journey. It is the most direct path in your journey. You can have all these winding paths, these indirect ones, and there is no wrong path. That is what's really cool. There is no wrong path. Every path will bring you yumminess and nuggets and all sorts of good. It makes me think of, um, it makes me think of uh, Candyland, you know, how you could go through the swamp or you can go around it. You know, it's just so cool. It's absolutely so cool. I love it. And shoots and ladders. So uh, you get to decide. And if you have, if you're, if you're in a game of shoots and ladders in life and you have a setback, your car breaks down, down the slide you go. It's no big deal. That just means you get to go by these other areas again and re-experience them. And don't beat yourself up. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. And you'll find yourself going up a ladder in no time. That's exactly what happens. And the more consciousness we bring to this idea of owning our own frequency and establishing it, and the more ownership we take of that, the faster, the faster things go, the faster the momentum going towards the very thing that you want. Like I feel some massive a momentum building 
for getting to the island. And it's so bizarre that I got a fourth house. Like in my wildest dreams, I would not have wanted to take on the responsibility of yet another house. What's crazy is 20 years ago, I dreamt of getting this house that I got. And now it is mine. And it's it's been through two owners since then. And, um, and it's coming to me and it's perfect. Oh, it is absolutely perfect. <laughs> I don't even know what I did. Oh my gosh, I swiped my board. Um, so this is the kind of thing, like I'm just going with the flow. It's like God said, here, it's time for you to take ownership of this house. And I did it. And now I can totally see how that's going to be part of this retreat center. And I think the four houses are perfect. And I don't know, like I have no comprehension or understanding what makes that perfect. I have no plan that justifies that it makes it perfect. All I know is that it is, it's perfect. It's going to work beautiful. Um, and, and yeah, that's it. And everyone's going to get to partake in it and share it and enjoy it. And I don't know, it's just so cool. So cool. So anyway, I love you and thank you so much for being a part of my life, a part of my day. Have a beautiful one. Bye now. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.